wrong about the AFC North? Look at that division right now. Dude, hold on. I'm placing my bets. I'll look in a minute. Do you remember the Bengals were in the first place of the AFC two weeks ago? You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Another week, now week 10 of the NFL. What is this, the 102nd season? No, 101st season, week 10. And we still haven't even sat down to talk about the new intro. What's going on, guys? Welcome back. <laughs> not, not a whole lot. Nothing like a little procrastination. Welcome back to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Tony, Corey, Daniel. Hi, guys. Yo. What up? Yo, yo. Odell, the trade deadline's passed. Uh, Odell Beckham kind of dominated the news immediately after that, along with some Aaron Rodgers, which I think we talked about that last week. Did we talk about that? Aaron Rodgers at all? Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Uh, yes, we did. Okay. Since then, Odell Beckham has been released by the Browns. That's the new shiny toy that everybody's talking about. He's now cleared free agency. I mean, he's cleared the waivers, and he's able to sign anywhere he wants to. So let's just pick up right there. We're going to do this a lot like we did last week. Let's just pick a player, pick a situation, talk about it for a few minutes, and then move on to the best bets of the week. Let's start with Odell Beckham. Favorite spots. Let's go there. First of all, there was no repairing it in Cleveland. Is that right? There was nothing there for him anymore. So talk about that if you want to, but then what's your favorite spot? Corey, you want to go first? Yeah, that's fine. I'll go first. Yeah, I, I mean, he was never really a star in Cleveland, and it could just be him. It could have just been the situation. I personally think he's, you know, he's not the player he once was. I think he's on the tail end of his career. He's getting older. Uh, but I, I do I do like him. I hope uh, wherever he goes that he can, he can be successful and hopefully contribute to a playoff team. I mean, you know, right off the front of my, you know, my first thought is the Colts need wide receiver help, but Odo Beckham's not a guy that Chris Bauer's going to bring in just straight for personality uh, issues. Um, I mean, the, I think the obvious favorite or the obvious spot that everybody likes is the Packers and put him across from uh, – Devontae Adams, that'd be a great combo. Maybe take a little pressure off Devontae, or maybe Devontae allows OBJ to blossom again. Uh, I think that'd be a good spot. I think my prediction for what's going to happen is I think it's going to be New Orleans. Um, wow. I know Winston, I, I know Jameis Winston's hurt, and I, I think that makes the spot more ideal. But I think Taysom Hill, if he's healthy, um, I know he's still trying to get back, but uh, if Taysom Hill's healthy, I think it makes it more attractive. He's from New Orleans. He went to LSU. Um, I don't know. It just feels right to me. And the we talked about Saints a few weeks ago. They're kind of sneaky. They are looking like a playoff team right now, as long as uh, as long as my, what I'm thinking is right. So uh, I, I like New Orleans as a spot. I, I I'd rather him go to. I don't think he's going to pick a spot with without a quarterback. I mean, Jameis is gone, and he's staring down working with Trevor Simeon. You know, he he just left Baker. I mean, that's not an upgrade. So if I'm OBJ, I'm looking at a quarterback that I want to play with, but also opportunity. And 
you know, the Chiefs were getting thrown around, but if he goes to the Chiefs, he's going to be, you know, third option. Seattle was thrown out there as a possibility and a favorite, but he would, again, be like the third option. But in Green Bay, he could be a solid, easy number two option, uh, like you said, behind Devontae. So I, I really – they've already offered him a contract. I think it was the veteran minimum, um, if I'm not mistaken, from today's news. But uh, they said that that offer could go up. But I guess he's looking for a multi-year deal, um, which I don't know. Kind of confusing, but uh, multi-year is going to be hard for him to get right now in the middle of a season, especially yeah, in a place yeah. like like he probably didn't want to sign a multi-year deal for Green Bay because it's probably Aaron Rodgers last year in Green Bay, so you know that's probably yeah that's hard to do right now. Yeah, so I I still think he's going to end up with the Packers on a one-year deal and then play with Aaron Rodgers. I think who who wouldn't want to do that and then go for a Super Bowl? He's never on a winning team essentially so I, I would do that if i were him just for the opportunity and the talent yeah i like green bay the best too um i wanted to think the patriots would be a good fit but you know it, odell beckham doesn't add enough to that offense to put them over the top immediately and i think that yeah. obviously somebody as somebody like bill belichick is not going to go out and sign uh, Odell Beckham to a multi-year, three, four-year deal. I don't see that happening either. So I don't see how that's a good pairing because, you know, th- th- they're not <clears throat> they're not after the same things at the exact moment. Green Bay, I think, does make the most sense. And I saw uh, Devontae Adams' interview today. Um, Matt, I'm going to murder this last name here. Matt Shedman. It's on Twitter. Sh- Schneidman. <laughs> Schneidman. Schneidman. Yeah, you got it. Matt yeah, Schneidman. Nailed it. Devontae <laughs> Adams on Odell Beckham. I mean, he had one catch, like one, like one catch, six yards in the last game. So I guarantee you, we'll get him more than that here. As long as he's good with just two catches for twelve yards, we should be straight. I, I mean, he says it and he smiles and he shrugs. I think that he would welcome having another presence. Who wouldn't? You know, Devontae Adams is double covered. I don't know what the stats are, but I, there was a time where he was the most double covered player in football, and it wasn't that long ago. Uh, I think that could be a great pair, and maybe if they if, if Green Bay. I wonder if the if it's too far damaged for Aaron Rodgers. That's what I was trying to get to here. There could be something here with this is a big thing to just put it all piece it all right back together. Get Aaron Rodgers on a three year deal. Get OBJ on a three year deal. Keep Devontae Adams. Right. I mean, is that not what the man wanted? Yeah. Um, uh, you have to figure that Aaron Rodgers is gone. You like have you to. Said. You have to figure I mean, that he's gone. Yeah, I, I, and I think everybody thinks that they're going to patch it up. I I am more pessimistic on that. I don't think they're going to. And I'm not saying that they will. But what if this Odell Beckham thing is a is a piece of that? What if this is the beginning of that? I don't know. Is that crazy, Corey? Anything? Never know. I guess. I think it's over. They already posted the last dance photo. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right about the last year. I forgot about it's that. A, it's official. <laughs> I forgot about that photo. Internet never forgets. Just after OBJ took the headlines, Dalvin Cook took the headlines with domestic violence allegations. Not violence. Domestic assault? What was the word? Um, it was definitely not domestic violence. It was the way that Schefter reported it. It seemed like something weird and like major emotional distress and almost like a hostage situation is what was going on. And I, I have like a... Like a victim of a domestic abuse. A victim of domestic abuse. That's what it was. Um, Daniel, you put this note on the sheet. Do you? You may be the most informed about what's going on here. 
Will you just go ahead and tell us what's up with Dalvin Cook? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a he said, she said for a while. I mean, I was kind of looking into it uh, more today. It came out immediately. I mean, the first news that we heard of it really was, hey, Dalvin Cook was involved in a domestic dispute, but he was the victim. And that's the first thing we heard. But then she files a lawsuit and posts pictures online of her looking pretty beat up, you know, bruised all over, blood all over her shirt, and said something like, you know, I am, I'm the victim here, not him. And, you know, the allegations against him were from an incident that happened last year. So I, we may not get clarity on this for a while, but I, I, it's, it's nice that Mike Zimmer came out today uh, to the public and basically said, um, yeah, I see no reason why he's not going to practice and play at this point. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens until we get more information. So they're just kind of taking it a day at a time, it seems, um, which is good. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, we probably won't know the truth. Dalvin Cook said, hey, I'm the victim and the truth will come out. Don't worry kind of thing. So he seems very confident uh, that he, he was the victim and that nothing is going to look real bad in his um, in his, you know, in his camp there, his, his lawyers are all coming out and saying that he was definitely the victim too. So Wait that's, 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 that's all I know. know. Did you know about this before I traded for Dalvin Cook last week? No, no, <laughs> I did not. It came out just, uh, just like yesterday, right? <clears throat> yeah, this yeah, is, that's this what is I got crazy. the notification, but I didn't know if you like her had some like inside information or something. No, no. I, it, <laughs> And the the incident coming out in 2020, I mean, it's weird that it took this long, really, um, that it that it came out. But yeah, I, I, even though it happened last year, I had no clue. I promise. Okay, okay. I wouldn't do that to so, you. Do we think he's gonna miss any games? Because I'm kind of worried about that right now. Uh, I might be worried about it at some point, but I'm not worried about it today. As of right yeah, now, I'm not. I don't think the situation's Probably changing. Not. Yeah. In these situations, the league is aware. Okay, the, this isn't like the, the NFL didn't just find out about this, about this two days ago. They've known probably since 2020. That's probably true. Yeah, I don't see that changing. One thing that we did see changing was the Tennessee Titans without Derrick Henry. And unfortunately, they are who we thought they were. Beating the Rams 28-16. to 16. They are who we thought they were. I don't think we expected them to beat the Rams, right? But we always expected they could help with a healthy Derrick Henry. I, I think it would be reasonable. Now, here they beat Dude, them. even with Derrick Henry, I haven't expected them to win some games they have down the stretch here. And here we are. Here we are. They went against the Chiefs. They went against the Colts. I'm going backwards. They went against uh, the Bills. Yeah, they have the Jets and the Jags. But they're the, the winning. Bills and Chiefs and then the division Colts. And the Rams. Those are the last four games that Tennessee's played, and they've won all four of them. That's pretty solid. Then they, pretty and they beat the Colts twice. They're they're about they're potentially in a position where they could sweep the division. I mean, they could just win every division game for the year. That's a very realistic outcome. And a lot of us didn't see that coming when Derrick Henry went out. We talked, you know, one of the not good things, but one of the silver linings as a a fan of a different team is that. You know, your teams can catch up. If you're a team outside of the Titans and the AFC, you know, there's there's some human part of you that's like, well, hey, maybe we got a shot now to catch these guys. 
is this for real? Is this going to be stopped? Or are they going to be, are they running away with the division? Are they going to run away with the conference? I mean, what, tell me about this team and what Brian Tannehill has been able to do despite not having the weapon, the one really seemingly unstoppable weapon in the NFL. Is this real? I mean, they're kind of in the driver's seat right now. So as far as like them winning the division, I think that's, all but sure at this point um, with those two wins over the Colts and then the other two teams basically being irrelevant. But uh, yeah, as far as it, will it continue, that is definitely something that I, I would love to keep seeing because I did not think that they would come out and compete with the Rams at all. And they really shocked the world there. They made Matt Stafford look awful. And it was, it was really great to see. So I, I hope it does for their sake, but I, I don't see it continuing. Not without Derrick Henry. I think I, I still have a hard time believing that Tannehill is the answer at quarterback. Like, there's just something about him that, you know, he keeps making plays and he keeps keeps them in games and he keeps winning games. But I just feel like there's just something, like he's not that clutch of a quarterback, I feel like. And I, I may be totally wrong. That's just kind of what I'm feeling. Um but, yeah, I, I don't see it continuing without Derrick Henry. It's just kind of one of those games. They had a little extra time to prepare for the Rams, and maybe they just had a good game plan and got out coached. But uh, I don't expect that to go, you know, moving forward. But as far as the division, they've pretty much got that locked up, I believe. The defense. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Corey. Well, I was just looking at the uh, uh, quarterback rating, uh, where the quarterback rank or, quarterback ratings are in the NFL and Tannehill's outside the top 20. I was trying to filter out with my brain. Some of these like Derrick Henry and Dante Pettis have passes. So I think he's still outside the top 20. So he's not like, he's not lighting it up. He He's like top 15 in yards. So I, I'm really curious. Like I was actually on my way home tonight and just listening to local sports radio and they're talking about how Tennessee is leading the conference. And as Colts fans, you don't see Tennessee as that much of a threat. Like, yeah, Derrick Henry might be better than Jonathan Taylor, but you know, is, is Tannehill better than Carson Wentz? Uh, probably not. Is their defense better than the Colts? You wouldn't think so, but they've kind of been playing that way. So like, I don't know, as a Colts fan, you don't really see him as a, you know, as a big threat, but they've kind of looked like it. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't, I personally, and maybe it's because I am that Colts fan, but I don't see them keeping up the success down the line here. I haven't looked at the rest of their schedule, but um, it is very interesting. Uh, they've got the Saints, Texans, Patriots, Jags, Steelers, 49ers, Dolphins, Texans. I mean, hell. Yeah, they're in. I mean, that's, God, what, a, what a remaining schedule. Jesus. It, if, if they're the team that they've looked like, they could win out the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of those games that I just expect them to win just because of the odds of them losing, but what a cupcake schedule the rest of the way, which, I mean, like I said, good for them because they they swept the gauntlet part of their schedule. So they they deserve an easier part after playing those four weeks. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. The defense has stepped up big. You guys both talked about that. Matt Stafford's QBR last week was 17.6. Not good. Yeah. 
Easily his worst game of the year. Five sacks, two interceptions. I mean, I mean, this was a tough game, and, and embarrassed him. They really, they really embarrassed I mean, him. They and that was in L.A., wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't that in L.A.? Yeah, embarrassing. But yeah, I do think they're here to stay, and I think I was wrong about the Titans. They are definitely here to stay. Anything else? Carson Wentz is going to have a baby. Do we want to talk about this? Whether or not he should play? Apparently, there's mixed feelings here on whether or not Carson. No, but. I think we should mention it. I think it was it was it was kind of funny. Oh, go ahead. It's a good philosophical well, question. Yeah. So Carson Wentz's wife is pregnant, and she's apparently due any day. And a reporter asked him, "Hey, what happens if she doesn't give birth until Sunday morning, and you get that call before the game? What's going to happen?" And he smiles at the reporter and says, "I'm playing." <laughs> I kind of, I mean, he did go on to say he discussed it with his wife and they're both on board. So I think that's the important thing. It's not just him saying, screw the family. Um, so I, I mean, as long as the wife doesn't care, I mean, she probably has enough there. Carson probably has a maid or, you know, a nanny for her there. I, I think, I think it's all good. That's my opinion on it. Just yeah, shows I mean, the competitive like, spirit. There's somebody at work that was like, kind of like pissed off about it like what your wife's having a baby you gotta go you gotta go you got to be there well like you're an nfl quarterback you're making a ton of money the money you make somebody else said this the money you're making on sunday will probably pay for their college i said that Um, that was me (laughs) just just in one game (laughs) yeah yeah. so like i don't know he's like well maybe if it was the super bowl well like Every game for the Colts right now is a playoff game. If you don't make the playoffs, you're not in the Super Bowl. So every single game for the Colts is the Super Bowl right now. But then I was like, well, hell, even if you're like Ryan Tannehill right now, you're riding high. You're the you have the best record in the league or in the AFC. Uh, I mean, would you want to skip a game and lose momentum? Like, I, I think every quarterback in the NFL is probably playing. And I, I think I would be playing, too, if I was start, a starting QB for an NFL team. Well, and, and you know, his... I think his sentiment is right. Of course, you would want to be there. And fortunately, it is the quarterback. And in across the entire league, the difference, except for maybe one or two teams, the difference between the starter and the backup, like you said, Corey, yeah, it could be the difference between winning and losing the game. I mean, you've got to be Jared Goff. Nothing to play for anyway. Like, I, th- I know I'm, I'm going, like, way extreme here. Yeah, you'd have to be, like, in the, like, a no-win team, like somewhere in the bottom to miss this game. Like Jared Goff. And just because it's the quarterback, unfortunately, it's just because he's the quarterback. Like you got to be. Yeah, Jared Goff said, I'm skipping the game to watch my baby get born. I'd be like, all right. Yeah, for real. (laughs) But you know what? It's it's not fair though, because if T.Y. Hilton missed a game to watch a baby be born, no one would say a word. If Calvin Ridley missed a game because he just wants to miss a game, nobody says a word. I mean, I do see, you know, you do have to make priorities. I would play the game. Yeah. I would play the game. You're a quarterback. Yeah. Like you said, you're you're the most important piece on Sunday. Yeah, that's true. If you're Carson Wentz, you're like, hey, I'm going to go out and play the game of my life. That way in 10 years when my kid understands what's going on, I can be like, hey, watch this game. I did this for you. You're being born during this game, and I fucking went off. And, by the way, we're talking about <laughs> yeah. a story that hasn't even happened yet. She's, I mean, we're talking about a two-hour or three-hour window here where this lady's got to go into birth. Like, this is probably not going to happen, right? Let me put you through a couple hypotheticals. Okay. Yeah. 
That's true. We don't know. We don't know that it's going to happen. Much to do about nothing, they say. Yep. What, um, you guys have anything else? Nothing. Nothing else. Nope. What's the record? What's the best bets of the week? Best bets of the week. Things have taken a turn for the worst here on Corey's side of best bets of the week. Uh, what I say? 16, Mine aren't that great. Yeah, 16, 16, 19, and 1. 16, 19, and 1. I've gone 1 and 3, I think, the last two weeks. Actually, I think the week be, in week 8, I went 0 oh and 4. So I was riding high there and have absolutely just face planted on the concrete, uh, black eye, everything. Um, with that being said, it's time to turn it around. <laughs> <laughs> I hate every single game this week, but we're just going to go in. I got Browns plus two and a half at the Patriots. I think the Browns are the better team. I think the Browns are a playoff team. I don't think the Patriots are. They could squeak in. Um, but I'm just going back to my old philosophy here. I think the better team here is getting the points. Give me the Browns plus two and a half at the Patriots. What's your first game of the week, Daniel? Uh, my first game of the week is actually Colts Jags. Um, I I like I like the over on this game. Uh, the Colts obviously blew out the Jets, um, you know, but the Jets came back. The the Colts defense you could pass on them, and without James Robinson, uh, Trevor Lawrence might have himself a little bit of a game. I I, I expect the Colts Trevor to win this Lawrence game. Might be out of this game. What does that mean? Charles oh, Lawrence with the injury? Yeah. Uh, I think he'll be he'll be okay. Um, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, I think it was a low ankle sprain, wasn't it? I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be out okay. there. Okay, limited practice. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, um, 47 and a half is the line. And I actually, I, I really like the over uh, this week. It's a divisional matchup, so you really never know what's going to happen. But um, the Colts offense, obviously, clicking on all cylinders right now. Carson Wentz looks great. They just need to keep giving Jonathan Taylor the ball. Um, and, he, you know, he, he did amazing, over 170 yards, two touchdowns. And then the Jags, they're without James Robinson, so Lawrence is going to throw all day. Colts secondary is, you know, susceptible to that. So I, I think it's going to be a, a good high-scoring game there, 47-and-a-half from taking the over. Yeah, I just talked a week or two ago about how it's impressive that the Jags can't put up points and – it is a division. And then they game. went ahead and didn't do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they're going to fucking pop off against the Colts. That's how it's going to be. Yeah, they, they I, will. <laughs> I love I love that uh that over there. Um yeah. second game of the week, I got the Cowboys minus nine and a half at the Falcons. Uh the Falcons are dog doo doo from what I can remember. I don't think the Falcons have done anything. Uh technically well, the they, are they are in a playoff spot. They're in a playoff spot right now in the NFC. Are you, Isn't that are insane? Are you shitting my dick? No. No, no. no. The Falcons, <laughs> That's the if truth. The, if the season That's ended the today, the Falcons would be in the playoffs. That oh, yeah. is insane. It's, it's impressive, but they are the Falcons, and they're playing the Cowboys, who are looking way better than I expected. Um, I know at the beginning of the season, you know, your typical media outlets – where you know they had Cowboys in the Super Bowl, but it looks like they might be there right now with where they stand in the NFC. I Cowboys, give me the offense, give me the high-powered offense against the Saints or against the Falcons. Sorry, um, no Calvin Ridley. 
Um, I just expect them to struggle a little bit here. That Dallas Cowboys secondaries look good. I think they've got a young rookie back there. Diggs, uh, I think that's the name he plays safety, right? Is that right? Yeah. Or Trayvon for the for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good secondary. Corner. Yeah, they're going to be all over Kyle Pitts. Um, yeah, I expect uh, Cowboys to cover the nine points. Yeah, the last two weeks in a row, the team that has played the Falcons have put their best corner on Kyle Pitts and then double covering him over the top with a deep safety. So that I mean, that's definitely going to happen, what you just said there. They, they are the Last week he got Marshawn Lattimore, and then the week before that he got Stephon Gilmore. So, yeah, be sure well, that Trayvon Diggs will be all over Kyle Pitts. If you've got a good corner, you you know, you don't necessarily have to double-team him the whole game, which I like more. It just takes more options away from him, so even better. Yeah, it just sucks that the best corner is going to be on a rookie tight end that, yeah, yeah going to shut, shut Pitts down for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my second uh, pick of the week is actually that Browns-Patriots game that you mentioned before. Um I do also like the Browns, but I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. Uh, the Browns' defense is good enough to where I think Mac Jones might have just kind of a mediocre day. Um, you know, being a rookie quarterback still, I think he's very, very good. But um, against this Browns' defense, he might struggle a little bit. But also, the Browns are going into Foxborough, and that Patriots' defense shows up. So I think it's just going to kind of be a – just a run heavy, and by the way, Nick Chubb, speaking of run heavy, we don't know if Nick Chubb's going to be in this game either. So if he's out, that's another reason that points may not be scored in this game. Uh, Damian Harris got hurt. The, the running backs for the Patriots have also gotten hurt. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson is hurt. Um, so we, it may be Brandon Bolden versus Dearness Johnson in a running matchup. So I just don't like the points here. It's 45 and a half. I'm taking the under. That's a really low uh, under to take. I like it. Um, yeah. Hey, this is the week. This is the week, boys. We're betting the Lions for about the 20th time this year. <laughs> they're, they're, they're getting eight and a half at the Steelers. I, uh, I like it. I like it. I like it, too. I've, I've liked the Lions <laughs> every single week. They're, I, I've said it. They're the, the best undefeated team that's ever existed. Uh <laughs> This it's the it's it's time. That's that's all it comes down to is it's time for it to happen. The Lions might win this game. They might win it. Ooh, there's always a chance. Love it. Yeah, um, would love that. Lions eight and a half at the Steelers. Love it. Um, Eagles Broncos. I actually really like this game this week. Uh, I think even though Jalen Hurts has played just okay, and the Broncos defense is still pretty good without Von Miller. I, I, for some reason, I just have a feeling that this game is going to hit not only the over, but maybe be one of the games of the week. Teddy Bridgewater proved that he could throw it last week. Javante Williams finally had a 100-yard game, so he's getting warmed up. So these are two offenses that I think are going to show up. Uh, the over-under is 45, and I actually like the over. Um, I, I just I, There's something about this game that I just feel – like, you know, it's at the Broncos even, so it's in Denver. The Eagles typically haven't really traveled all that well, um, especially with Jalen Hurts, but um, I, I just really like this game. I, I can't really give you a whole lot of analysis on why, but um, I, I just feel like this game's going over, over 45. 
Yeah, my last bet of the week is the same game. I've got the Eagles plus two and a half at the Broncos. I feel like the Eagles have shown flashes, and I don't know yeah. what it is. I just I don't believe in this Broncos team. I know they're five and four. They've got a winning record, but there's just something about them, man. I, I don't feel like they deserve to have that record. Maybe they've had a cupcake schedule. I'll actually look right now. They did at the beginning. Remember, they were 3-0. and Everybody was like, oh, my God, the Broncos are for yeah. real. And they played like three the three worst teams in the league. Yep, they 3-0 and against the Giants, Jags, Jets, then lost four straight to the Ravens, Steelers, Raiders, Browns, who all look good. Um, and then won the last two against Washington and beat the Cowboys, which was impressive. Which was the shocking one. That is ab- That was the game, the sh- most shocking game of the week. Can't believe it. Yeah. I think the so, Cowboys just came into there just too cocky. Yeah, so I don't know. I On a neutral field, if you take the three points away from the Eagles, they're the favorite. So I in my gut, I feel like they're the better team. They're a little more flashy. I feel like the Broncos are a real grinded out team. Like they're just gonna win dirty, get it done however they need to. But um, yeah, I, I I think this game's exciting, and I think the Eagles are gonna cover the two and a half. Yeah, and the Devonta Smith breakout is finally happening. He went over 100 yards and a touchdown, his best game so far nice. on his rookie year. So um, he's he's getting warmed up. Can't wait to see that. Uh, last game of the week, Chiefs Raiders. Uh, that is the Sunday night game, um, divisional matchup. Both these teams, when they played last year, both hit the over by a lot. Hell, one of the games was like almost eighty points. Um, it was the barn burner that the Raiders actually won. It was like thirty-four to thirty-two or something crazy. But um, I, this is not the same Chiefs team as last year. There's something wrong. There's there's something that Andy Reid isn't fixing yet. And with this being a divisional matchup and then the Raiders going up against the Chiefs and the Raiders, they're, they're kind of an up-and-down offense. Um, I really love Derek Carr. He, I think he's super underrated, and he's making it happen this year, especially with the air yardage. Um, but I, I just feel like this game, 52-and-a-half is too high. Um, the Chiefs primarily are the reason because if the Chiefs of, of last year were playing in this game, I would definitely say, you know, it stays the course and it's going to hit the over again. But th- this Chiefs team is different. And we, we saw that with Green Bay. I mean, you could have played Colt McCoy as the starting quarterback and Green Bay would have won um, without Aaron Rodgers. So, um, you know, I, I, I just don't like the, the high score, uh, 52 and a half. And I might be wrong. It could be another one of those, you know, matchups like they had last year, but I'm just not feeling the Chiefs. Um, it was so easy to pick them on the overs last year, but this year it's it's getting too easy to pick them on the unders. Do the Chiefs suck? I wouldn't say suck. They no. just look very mediocre. Pat Mahomes, there's there's something there's something wrong. And we uh, hey, remember, I was in Florida. I remember talking to you guys about this on a balcony before week one. And we said there's something about a team that loses in the Super Bowl. And we were mentioning could that even possibly happen to Pat Mahomes and we were all kind of skeptical but we all kind of agreed that every team that loses the Super Bowl that very next year it's it's just they're they're stuck on the struggle bus for whatever reason so I feel like we kind of saw this coming but we didn't want to believe it I don't think we saw it coming you're talking about a curse or something I mean you're talking about like this is no 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 just look up history I understand all the teams that have lost the previous Super Bowl I understand I understand and 
I, I think cursed. the only name is, I mean, Tom Brady might be the only guy who's done it back to, he, not the only back to back, no. Um, but to lose and then come back and win, I think Tom is the only one to have done that. Yeah, and that's a different breed. Right Still, there. though, I don't. The, the issue is of all time. The issue is definitely something between Pat Mahomes' ears. I think he's afraid of something. I don't know what he's afraid of. He doesn't. He just. It, he's not doing Pat Mahomes things like he did a year ago. I don't understand, but I think it will be okay. They're going to pick it back up. Here's, yeah, here's the thing: the defense sucks, and he's trying to do too much because he feels like he has to. And last year, the defense was okay. Andy Reid defenses usually get better as the year go on, and they're getting worse. And so he's he's not dumping it down. Um, you know, he's not taking the checkdowns. He's not taking the easy plays. He's doing what he did last year, but he is forcing too many balls, and they're getting picked. His offensive line was completely revamped, so that may still take a little bit for them to all get on the same page because – you know, there's fumbles galore on the offense, and I think it's just a, a defensive factor. They're all trying to do too much, and everyone just needs to take a step back and just be like, hey, we were in two straight Super Bowls, okay? We're still good. We could do this. And I don't know why Andy Reid hasn't had that click yet. Well, he'll get it. He'll be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah, he's a great he's a great coach. He'll turn it around. He's a good coach. By the end of the year, we'll be like, oh, my God. How do we, we see, not we see this coming? Stupid. The Chiefs are in it again. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anybody. Anybody. Anything else? Best bets of the week's in the book. Odell Beckham is a free agent and a drama queen. Dalvin Cook is in the middle of domestic assault. He said, she said, don't know who hit who first. If anybody hit anybody, nobody knows. And that's what we got for that's, this week. That about sums it up. That's about it. There you have it. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three. Shit, boys. Hey, boy. Okay.